out there, understand something. The fire I have is the fire <laughs> you're gonna have. This is the fire you need. And what what did he? What was he so afraid of? Taking care of my family because now I can take care of myself. Like physically, mentally, I could. Hey guys, before we get into it, I want to introduce this podcast. This is a Freemason podcast. Um, it's not about Freemasonry. It's about freedom. I'm discussing all three things I want to be a life coach in for mental health, fitness, and finance. Um, before we get into this Vinny show, Vinny's a really good guy. I'm really good friends with him. I'm hoping to have a lot more guests on the show. Um, if you're interested in getting psychoanalyzed, let me know, and I will fly you out to Hawaii. <laughs> and like and comment if you like Vinny. Comment if you want Vinny, because we want to do a lot more with Vinny. So shoot me an email if you have any business inquiries. Link is in the description. And I hope you enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? My name is Mason. Friendly. Uh, this is Free Mason Podcast. As you know, we're talking things all fitness, all financial, and all mental health. 40 and, floors uh, up. I'm looking at the ocean. I'm looking at some <laughs> waves. I'm looking at fucking palm trees and tennis courts and other pools, other hotels that are much smaller than the one that he is in currently right now. So, All right, all right, Vinny, we know. Yo, it's, it's listen, <laughs> when you get the nice. chance to come out here, when you guys get the chance to come out here, when you're, when you when you have the pleasure to, to come on, you know, Freemason Podcast, you'll see. It's very easy to listen to a, a Dave Ramsey or, or a 45-year-old man who has a Corvette, but it's a lot different when you're living living in the moment with the process. You don't have, You have a little bit to prove, but you still have a lot more to prove. And uh, Vinny, Vinny's proven a lot. And he's, how old are you, Vinny? 27? 27 right now. I'm you know, the business keeps me really busy, you know. Um, so what we do a little bit, I don't want to get too much into don't it right now. Don't get too much into it. We'll, Not we'll too much get into there, it. Vinny, Not worry. too much into it. But that's what I do. That's really, the hustle. I'm excited about every, it. I'm excited knows. about it. And, and listen, when you guys, all you business entrepreneurs out there, all you startup, um, you know, young entrepreneurs out there, understand something. The fire I have is the fire <laughs> you're going to have. This is the fire you need. We're in Waikiki, so that's where I'm living, and um, I've met a lot of very cool people being in town, uh, people like Vinny, people who, how did we meet? <laughs> yeah, the story of how real we quick met. Story, real, real, real quick, real quick. Real quick story of how we met. Um, when I first moved here on the island, you know, I wasn't up to date too much about how you've got to lock everything up, and um, yeah, so long story short, my moped got stolen. And I had, uh, you know, tried to form a recon squad and uh, Mason was somebody that had reached out to me and let me know that he had found my moped. So we met up to retrieve this moped together um, and the rest has been history. You know, we realized we had uh, super like business mindsets and we've been uh, homies ever since. Very so. business, very business like mindset, not too much spirituality and maybe not even fitness, but we've never gone to the gym together. No, we haven't. <laughs> I'm trying to play you ball. Say, them, but... You say, I went to the gym last night. And I say, yeah, I went to the gym a couple days ago. But he's working, though. But he's working. You know, that's we the are thing, working man. a lot. He's working. Um, one thing about Mason, I can say, you know, ever since I've known him is, I'm you know, he, he, out, he, out, he outworks everybody in the room, you know, and I really mean that. So he's working. You know, when you reach out to him and you're like, let's do this, let's do that, his, his response is usually I'm working. And that lets you know, like, shit, you know what I mean? I got to kind of step my shit up. So. <laughs> That's the type of people you want to surround yourself with, you know what I mean? And that's that's what I think is uh is really cool about them. So. That, that's kind of funny because everyone else says you don't you don't work very hard, you work smart, but that's the first time anyone's ever told me that. That's <laughs> right. Up. It's it's honest though. And, you outwork everybody, bro, and it, and it it makes me hungry because you know I'm the type of person where um I do you know sometimes get ahead and then I'll take my foot up off the gas, just in everything I kind of do, and I think. 
you know, it's easy to kind of do that when you surround yourself with, with people that kind of also do that. So when you're around people that are constantly grinding, you know, it just keeps you on your square. And it's well, we're, we're, I know we're going to talk about that, too. So let's um, let's let's start, let's stick with the subject real quick. So the first thing, obviously, fitness. Why, why do you want to work out? Because we work we both work out. We never worked out together. There's got to be some similarities with why. So, all right. So that's the reason why I want to work out is because <laughs> I feel like to be a true Bond villain, you have to be in shape. I'm being honest. You have to be in shape to be a true Bond villain, you know. And when I say Bond villain, I mean, you know, to, to, to have everything that you want out of life, which I want. You know, I want to be financially stable. I want to have, you know, a nice mamacita. I want to be traveling. And I feel like all of that comes with fitness. You know, I feel like having money and having wealth and having all those things are pointless if you don't feel good enough to spend it and splurge with it. So I don't want to, you know, be financially successful, but then my body's lacking behind it. And now I'm, I don't feel good. If you don't feel good, you, you know, you, you, you can't, can't enjoy sell the that much. If you can't walk, No, you can't, you can it's work hard. on the phone, right? But there's no emotion. There's no emotion. And emotion makes money. Right. You need to look at someone's face in the face and fucking create that emotion to sell. So, so for you though, sales, were you always a salesman? Did you know that that was something that like you were going to be good at, or is that something you kind of just adapted to? Uncomfortable. Um, well, I want this to be about you for sure, but I'll mention that. How, how do we make this? I was raised very money, very success, very goal oriented and um, watched my fat father make business, but I was a rich kid, so I didn't really have to fight for anything. A lot of stuff gifted to me. And then this is kind of what we were talking about earlier before the podcast. Um, a lot of stuff was gifted to me, so I didn't really give a shit. And I was very, un like, going into mental health, we're very depressed. When I was a kid, had OCD, didn't know any of that stuff. Sales for you, because obviously being a salesperson, it's a very different right career choice in the sense of you really do earn your keep. You really do. You really, I mean, it's, it's very risk reward. You know what I mean? Like, you're vulnerable. You're going out. You're, I don't know. I just think it's. It's intimidating, you know what I mean, for somebody that doesn't right, come right, from right. sales, you know. Gotcha. And yeah, you're right. I so I, I jumped away from that, focused on mental health, got diagnosed, did all the really good stuff for me, lost a lot of weight because I was a really chubby kid. Then I said, you know what, I got these things dialed. Now I'm going to worry about money and taking care of my family because now I can take care of myself, like physically, mentally. I could like really dial down with that. And then and now you're that 21. I, that out, I was for, like, for those of, you, those of you that don't know, by the way, he's 21 years old. So, you're, right. I mean, to figure all these things out, like I said, it's I, I just say that because I'm 27. And honestly, the last two years for me has been understanding what's going on, understanding right. what is important right. to me. You know what I mean? It didn't click at 21 for me yet. So well, I just I feel like you're ahead of the curve in the sense of of, of that kind of choice as far as career. You know, right. so a lot of people work for somebody else and then they kind of grow into their own. So that's why I'm just so curious, you know, as to know you. Right. Know. Yeah. And that has all to do with. What, how I was raised. And then once I, once I wasn't caring about, I could use all that energy that you were worried about money on the mental health and the psychology. Cause I didn't worry about money. I was not worried. And then as soon as I needed to worry about money, I got my psychology. I got my mental health figured out when I did a lot of traveling, living in my car, eight months, saw the entire fucking country. And I'm like nervous sometimes. Like, why am I nervous? It doesn't make any sense. Let's just go make some money. Right. It's not that deep. And then that money translates to um, 
to what I want to do. So I kids. Do you feel like you had to risk stability for money, or do you feel like people just kind of use that as an excuse? Um, yes. I never did that because I never believed in revolving my entire life around money. It was not valuable to me because I didn't have to worry about it. So how am I saying this? Like, I found stability in myself first. Then I realized no one gives a fuck. Like, it's, uh, what, how am I saying this? Like, your stability doesn't have to be in one place. Right. It can be right here. Right. Money. It comes. It comes everywhere you are. Everywhere in the country you can make money. Right. Um, it's just here if you're attached, if you're stuck with your parents, you're a dependent, codependent person, then it's Absolutely. like, why, like, you're not going to do anything. So wake up. But I was taught that at a very young age, too. Just do things yourself. Be your own boss. And I watched my siblings because I was really old or I was really younger compared to my, the rest of my siblings. And then I might not even fucking, I might not even. Post this clip because I can right. edit this shit out. Right, right. Just from one one on one, <laughs> that's where we're at right now. Right. Is um. It, yeah, I just saw my siblings leave and go to college and never come home again. That's why I'm kind of the person I am. It was all those events? There's a lot of codependency, a lot of pushing away, a lot of OCD, like impulses, all that stuff. And then you just say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Be responsible, like man, like be a man, be responsible. You have a responsibility to be a man, so you just do it. You got other shit to worry about now. You're, ha- you're not wanting to kill yourself. You're not wanting to, you know. I, and as a con- new content creator, I mean, new podcast, whatever, wherever this goes, if it goes anywhere, um, you, I have to learn what to like stop talking about and what to not ask you about. It's like, right. Yeah, we can't go on tangents. We, right. We gotta fit a lot. No, in, we though. can't. We a lot. In. <laughs> We're probably gonna edit so much of this out right. just to make it shorter. But it's nice because Good when you stuff. in the long tangents, you might have like two or three gems, right? And those are the clips like that you can <laughs> cut out, and then you can make like clickbait, where then you right. like make it to where it's like you just have that little moment or that little spark in just a fifteen second reel. Yeah, that's it. Fifteen second reel. Fifteen for second reel for that on Instagram because <laughs> it's all genuine content, bro. It's yep. all you know. Me just I don't know. Like this is this is something to where I feel I feel like everybody should do. It doesn't have to be a big podcast. It just put it on your phone. Just do it, bro. Just talk to yourself. Just do it. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself as if you were talking to 100 people, and that's what you know you uh, you think about. Like, just start speaking in front of two, three, 3,000 people. See what you say. But if you Good. can do this, this is kind of like sales. It's, yeah. Exactly. Like, that's the crazy thing to me is, and I never realized it until I started uh, really talking with you about it. But everything really does revolve around sales. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's talking to people. It's getting personable with people. So, right. even even the fucking guy at the Seven Eleven, he used to sell himself. He doesn't have a job for no reason. Right. He's got a body. That's for some reason. That's enough reason to just hire someone. Obviously, it's like not smart, but <laughs> right. You sell yourself in whatever fucking features you have, and you focus on your strengths. Basketball, one on one. Back to fitness. Back to mental health. What does basketball do for your mental health? <laughs> so back to fitness, back to basketball. We're here. No, back all the way back to the mental health. Yep. yep. Back to the mental health. How does basketball affect your mental health? So basketball affects my <laughs> mental health. I'll explain this. Man, dude. Um in a positive way. Um, you know, when I when I was playing basketball the other day at the gym, for example, it really made me realize I'm like, man. I feel like I'm a good player, but I'm always kind of, and I'm just being honest, I'm always kind of intimidated to join games because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not going to be good enough right. to where some of them dudes at the rec center, they, they take it super serious, you know? So 
Um, I kind of am more of just like a shooter and I do it for cardio and I dribble and shit. But it affects my mental health in a good way because every once in a while, you know, I will play a pickup game or whatever. Because for us, I think it's all about discipline. Mm. And Mason's very disciplined. Am I, though? I think you are. Am I? I think you are. <laughs> I think eating one donut doesn't determine fitness or not. You know what I was thinking earlier, though, Mason? I want to ask you <laughs> this. I want to ask you this question because I was thinking about it earlier. Do you think how often when you see somebody that's super jacked? I can do it. So how often when you see somebody that's super jacked, do you ever wonder to yourself, but do they feel good, though? Right. Is it is it an obsession? Is it an addiction? Is it actually worse than their mental health? Is it how, how big they are? Because steroids, all that shit. But I like, I, even even because mentally, I, I didn't even think about that. But I'm talking about physically, though. Like, their knees might hurt. This right. might hurt. That might hurt. But they're just jacked, though. Right. Is Are you saying that's a good thing? Or, like, no, I just, I feel like. When you see somebody super jacked, you automatically assume healthy. But is that true? Right. That's what I'm saying. Is that true, though? No, it's not. Because it's it's all – it's why are they so jacked, bro? Like, yeah, they look good, whatever. But, like, think about how many brain cells Mike Tyson had because he was the, did the best that he ever could, but he's getting punched in the face every day. Right. So it's like the reason you're that big, you're doing something unnatural. There are those natural athletes out there, but, like, one out of fucking 20 people are doing trend. Right, right. Especially in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mormons, in Utah. It's, 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 it's medically Damn. referred so they can do whatever drug Damn. they want, right? Those Mormons, right? <laughs> he said, but you're in Utah. That's, that's worse than fucking weed and alcohol combined. It's putting extra hormones in your body to make yourself look bigger when no one really gives a fuck. But, but okay, so do you think, it, like, why do you work out? To, uh, to feel good, be healthy, do my job better, do my life better, play outside with my kids that I don't have yet. Maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just, just the health aspect. I did get very into weightlifting. I started lifting pretty high and then getting really big. But it just was an obsession for me because I have OCD and it was literally honing on that. So now I don't think of it as a necessity to like look good or have abs. It's just to be healthy. Then I won't obsess about it. And count macros and stuff, which isn't bad. It's just if it comes to a point, like OCD is like putting regular anxieties times four, so still prevalent for everyone, just in a different like panic. Right. You know what I mean? Does that make no. sense? No, it does make sense. I I work with this guy. Um, his name is Dustin. Shout out to Dustin, man. I don't know where he's at, but he used to say he he always saw patterns, and that was his OCD. Is he said he felt like everything was a pattern. Okay. And he would he would look at everything in life that way to where everything happens in some sort of sequence or some sort okay. of butterfly effect. Yeah. And what what did he what was he so afraid of? He was just like organization, maybe. Or yeah, super organized, just very geometrical. organized, and he just felt like everything had a specific way it needed to be done. There wasn't four or five different ways; it's one way. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But he was a fiber guy. I don't know if you know. He was he was doing fiber, so fiber optic. What is that? Uh, you know, like what are you referring to? They run like the lines. Yeah. Like for the um, they went to these these boxes that he would have all these fucking crazy wires for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it was for fiber optic. It's the new wave. It's not. It used to be coax. Now it's fiber optic. You ever? Do you know where your real dad's at? Yeah, I know where he's at. And um, is he cool or not? Yo, 
I'm about to be right back. I'm about to take this piss. I'm going to give this to my boy Mason. But yo, when I get back, I'll let you know about my real dad. Because this, this is like some Joe Dirt shit. <laughs> we might not even fucking put yo. this in the episode. <laughs> yo! Alright. Anyways, if we don't put Vinny's daddy, daddy problem story on the pod, you're going to have to subscribe. You're going to have to like and comment. And you're gonna let have us to know you want to hear about it. Let and us know. We'll... We, we want to make more. So if you like this stuff, let us know. And it doesn't even have to be Vinny. It doesn't even have to be me. If you like Vinny more, I'm sure you can find him. I'll put his, all his shit in the description. <laughs> uh, you can do business with him in any part of the country. He can ship it to you. <laughs> Definitely. Anyways. Um, Jesus. Your dad story. Part two. Part two. So you don't have a dad. You have a stepdad. Part two. We figured Part out. two. So you don't have a dad. You have a stepdad. We figured out he's changed your... Uh, behavioral, there it is again. That's your uh, behaviors, and that created to change your psychology. Um, you've always had the psychology of fear, and because of your blood, you saw that for your whole life. So yep. you changed that. Um, what was the question that I that I asked? Oh yeah, so about my my blood your dad. dad. Yeah, 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 your dad. Blood Where the fuck's your dad? So my blood dad right now. Where's his dad? My blood dad right now. All right, his name's Gary, like the snail from SpongeBob. Yep. And, and he lives in Delaware. Boy. Lives in Delaware, and uh, haven't haven't spoke with him. Haven't seen him. Haven't spoke with him. Um, seen him on Facebook. Seen him on Facebook, but haven't spoke with him. Um. But there's a funny story about my dad that I remember. The only memory one I have story. of him. One story. The only memory I have of him. Funny little story about oh, my dad, Jesus. Yep. So my, my real dad, because like in my life, like he would kind of come and go when and he like, would stop stop in a, when he would stop in the town. And there was a picture I had stumbled upon with him and someone else where he had some money he was holding up. And it wasn't a lot of money at all. And uh, I, I've never told the story. This is funny. Uh, You've never told this. story? No, never told the story. Right, you're never told crazy, this bro. story, bro. Right, so uh, he, my dad in the photo, he had some money he was holding up, and I remember he was like, "Yeah, I remember that was back when I was balling. It was five G's." And uh, back then, you know, he thought that was just the biggest deal. Yeah. So <laughs> it's you know, for me, it's always just That's been crazy. kind of like a mental thing of never right. letting myself go below five grand for because I'm like I can never be on that whack ass <laughs> level, bro. So I always got to make sure my bread is above five, bro, yeah. At least just it's just weird shit like that. What I mean though, back to like the money thing, yeah. Like I don't know, it's just like a fear of like. Right, Come, becoming that, becoming that, bro. Because that's what his dad did. He was flashing his five. Grandpa, your grandpa did five, five G's. That was flash worthy back then. Yeah. So. Damn, bro. Damn, Gary, <laughs> going out sad, bro. Get your money up. Get your money up. If your dad's a bitch, get your money up. <laughs> get your money up. Tell him, get his money up, man. If your dad's in jail, get your money up. Get your money up. <laughs> Definitely get your money up. If your girl leaves you like ours did. Get your, get your money, money up. up. <laughs> Freemason podcast. Get your money up. You bet you. But Man, we were not great. who we were. We were we were, we are not who we were when they left us. Hell no. And they uh they they could be listening to this right now. Right. And fuck them. <laughs> Literally fuck them. Look at where we're at, you cocksuckers. <laughs> All right, back to the um spirituality. How do you feel about negativity and <laughs> Be positive. <laughs> right, right. But fuck you, bitch. Right, literally. Negativity, Um, I feel like it is uh, insecurity shit. being uh, projected on others. 
I think it is um, ego. And I think there's no money made it being to be made in it. I like Vinny because we can talk shit, but have a positive attitude about it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though. Every time you say something negative, I look over and see if you're being serious. You got a little smile no, on your face. I'm not. You're like, oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, bro. <laughs> I, I love seeing other people progress and be their best self. Even and that guy t- at the Hemptuary. Even him. <laughs> even you. It's hard, but even, even him. <laughs> even him, even you. Um, You know, everybody deserves happiness. Everybody deserves to feel joy. Everybody deserves to be able to fuck on a bad uh, human. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I got love for you. You know what I'm saying? I got love for you. Anybody that's listening to this, you know I got love for you. Mason got love for you. Free Mason Podcast is definitely one of the fucking hottest things dropping since butter in the fucking skillet. Flattered. This is it, man. I'm telling you what. When you when you when you're on a podcast set and you're looking at the waves, you you know what I mean? So, and this yeah. is my first podcast. Many coming more soon. This is the first, and uh, I look feel at like... this. This is just for the guests. I don't know if you guys can see. Like, <laughs> this is what he has just ready. Like, for the, this is. I yeah, I don't know where I got that, but I did. I, it's just here. <laughs> where here, I got it's it, ready <laughs> for the guests. Just here. So, <clears> all right. This has been fucking sick. Um, if you guys want to see more, you gotta subscribe to the channel. That's all I gotta say. I know there's gonna be tons of more content that this man's making. Aren't I supposed to be making the advertisements though? Yeah, this is true. I feel like I should be the one pitching this. He's we got more guests like Vinny out here. <laughs> we uh we're gonna be here every so often. <laughs> I'm not sure how so often have me. Um it's been fucking beautiful. Uh, beautiful experience. Um and you know it's been nice to just be able to speak about mental health. For anybody out there that needs somebody, link in the description. Um, link in the description. Link in the bio, <laughs> all right. Suicide hotlines. Um, in my bio, you just have to spend forty dollars a month, and um, as much as you want, you can call that number. Worth it. Forty dollars a month for a hotline. Uh, maybe it, is that a business? You think that could be a business? Be like, hey man, talk to me whenever you want. I'm psych, uh, psychological, like. I, I think so. Therapist registered. Whatever. I think so, bro. Because yeah, there's a lot of whenever. people who, you know, they pay for on that call. in other ways. You'll pay to to have somebody entertain you at the bar all night. They don't give a fuck. I wonder how much the suicide hotline gets paid. I know they they're definitely getting all sorts of grants. Yeah, they gotta be licensed. They gotta yeah. be therapists. Right. They gotta like. That's kind of cool. Just fucking have a phone job. But I feel license. like having a freelance type feel to it. Would be a little bit better than like a corporate feel to it, right? A couple homies that been through it, like yo, call yeah. me if you, you know, right. Hundred bucks a year, hundred bucks I'll save a year. your life for that, just that peace of mind. Of, but then there's gonna be people who be like, hey, you told me you could talk to me every single day, right? If I wanted, and then they just got this fucking stalkers. So yeah, damn. I'd say every time I save your life, <laughs> hundred bucks. Yeah, any, yeah. Anytime I talk you down. Hundred dollars. You get off that ledge, you owe me. That's that's not that's gonna that's help. That's minimum. <laughs> that's minimum for a hundred dollars. Yep. Just like the strippers out here. You got a minimum pay ten. Minimum. <laughs> that's a bare minimum. For real. But we got all the links in the description for the strippers for everything that you need. <laughs>
Freemason podcast uh, merchandise also on the way, guys. Stay tuned for that. We'll have some beanies. I think we're doing baby tees this summer. Um, Vinny's business will be doing beanies and he will be advertised yes. in all of the episodes that he's in. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Freemason Podcast. You bitch, you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>